Welcome to the Roma Press Podcast with John Solano and Andy Mattioli. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Roma Press Podcast. We hope you are doing well very quickly. A thank you to our newest patrons over at Patreon, Mike Pendleton, Corium, and Bitsubani, which is just a fantastic, fantastic surname. Thank you all for your support, and thank you, of course, to all of our other wonderful patrons who make this all possible. We greatly appreciate your support. If you would like to join, patreon.com slash Roma Press. Sheriff. Sheriff, I wanted to do this, Andy, with us wearing cowboy hats, with us uh, looking like we are in the Western, looking like John Wayne, because that was all I thought while watching that match, which when I think of Europa League and to an even more sick extent, Conference League, my mindset when you're playing in these exotic places, and I say exotic, somebody took exception with that. I don't mean like the Amazon. I just mean places outside the big, the big uh, European leagues. Um, yes. My mindset is win, survive, get out. That's what Roma did. Um, I have to plug the YouTube, though, before we get into all of that fun stuff. Because first off, the reception has been fantastic. Yeah. I was only flamed to a certain, uh, you, you know, uh, nice to see Sol- uh, Solano Jr., uh, House Middle School. Fantastic. Yeah, some, somebody said that we look like a kindergarten teacher. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I take that as a compliment because, to be quite I, honest, I, I mean, the opposite of that. That's, is... that's, what I, that's what I said. And the person who made that comment said, uh, that it was a compliment. I'm a high school teacher. So, <laughs> so that was, that was. well, the, the other thing too, that I learned other than perhaps I felt I was looking more mature. My hair is starting to gray a little. And I was thinking maybe I go for the silver Fox thing, but clearly that is not going to work. If oh, my face still looks working. like I am a, a, a 15 year old. Yes. We are clearly the two worst individuals at self-promotion because when i heard people say this is the first time i'm seeing either of you i wanted to cry a little bit like in the corner <laughs> in the fetal position because the number of just by accident i would think somebody would know what i look like i mean the the, the number of obscure i am talking obscure to an extent that which you would be flipping on the television and, and on channel 769, you see me talking on some Middle Eastern uh, uh, television show. I forget the name of the one that I appeared on, but it was very okay. awkward. Uh, okay. it, was like, it, lo- it was like a game show because uh, I would talk and then somebody would translate and then the, I would be asked another question and then the oh, guy would translate awful. to me. It, <laughs> when I decide to bust out, uh, no, but it, but from it wasn't it your whole shtick that for so many years you had this uh, weird uh, black and white uh, Twitter photo of you just standing in a bunch it of wasn't leaves. even nobody could tell your face. <laughs> you, you just I you know, don't, I, make I don't it even sound know if like you were some kind of Al Capone, you know, showing in public. Uh, I don't even know if it was a shtick. Is more so just like I'm. 
I am admittedly terrible at social media, just to a worrying degree. Because I, as young as you and I look, even you being a few years younger than myself, when I look to you for anything technologically related, I mean, yeah. <laughs> when I go on Instagram, I get I get uh, cold sweats trying to navigate through. Anyway, <laughs> my point being, I thought even by accident, I mean, I am offended. People are not, li- you mean to tell me you, we don't have avid listeners of Radio Vicenza. I am yeah. devastated to learn that. I thought Nobody, people were avid no. listeners of Radio Vicenza. Uh, trying to think of other random podcasts that I show my face on. Uh, I forget <laughs> there was one from the UK. The fact of the matter is you and I are terrible at self-promotion. That is all I learned. And that is what I am yeah. getting at. Even with even with the live streams that you had out there, when you had people saying, yeah. "Oh my gosh, I've never seen yeah, that before." Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's wow. That this is your face. Wow, we've been I've been listening to you five years. Wow, <laughs> there's twenty two yeah. hours of you live streaming in that room. <laughs> uh, hours yeah. of me appearing on again obscure, yeah, obscure for a reason. UK, yeah, Middle Eastern, I mean, Russian, even. You know, yeah. I have been around the world this face. Um, so I was John, a little do I, bit offended. Do I, need to, do I need to get you back on track for the YouTube plugin? Are you going to plug it in or are you are you going to keep talking? YouTube.com slash IS Roma Press. Exactly. Okay. So my mindset again, back to the Europa League. Roma 2, Sheriff 1. My Somebody told me is, that there is a team in the Mold- in Moldova that's called Deputy, no. which I found. Perfect. Are you? Are you? Tra- I can't tell if you're trying to break my I'm, balls. I'm, are you serious? I swear to God, somebody told me that there is a team called Deputy. I didn't check it, so I'm. I'm just. Okay, I, I don't know. I, either Dep- they have a great Dep- sense of humor. <laughs> deputy FC. See, I. I it, when I type in uh, 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 Deputy FC, I am given uh, various. Uh, uh, law enforcement agencies. Okay, well, then around. somebody, you know, somebody was uh, making fun of us, but uh, <clears throat> you know, that's the beauty of the Europa League. Now, facing a team with a weird name that then inspires you to pursue uh, other examples. Well, like somebody that? took exception with you saying that their pitch at cornfields. Um, they needed to remind you that this is the same team that beat Real Madrid. Uh, and it's very, it's a Madrid. very wealthy team, blah blah. <laughs> um, I guarantee. And again, I say this with all due respect. If you were to ask most Europeans to point to Moldova on a map, don't nobody it, is John. coming close. No, don't say that. No, come on, man. Nobody is coming close. Oh, and beyond come on. that, too. No, but seriously, I you know when it comes to these kinds of matches, okay, you know you watch Roma, and in that first half, let's be very clear, they they couldn't be bothered. They yeah, they, they could not have been bothered. They were not motivated. They did not look even remotely excited. Because listen, it, 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 it's human nature, okay? You go playing under the lights at a, a, a sold-out Stadio Olimpico just a few days prior, and now you find yourself, okay, on a, a, a Thursday evening in Moldova playing a team called Sheriff. A, a human nature 
at some point comes into play. You are not going to find the same, is it yeah. same level yeah. of motivation. I, I will never blame them for that, okay? Ever. Because that is human nature. That is uh, how every person, footballer, manager, oh it is what God. it is. My mindset, again, win, survive, get out. That's it. I don't care about aesthetics. I don't care if it's technically uh, proficient football. I don't care if you shit. If they would have won one to nothing with that own goal, I would have been fine. I wouldn't have had a single complaint. Um, I still wow. don't have any complaints today. The only complaint that we have from that match yesterday is uh, Renato Sanchez. And this is something we have to talk about because uh, the match, wh wh what are we going to say? Okay, cool. Lukaku scored the goal. Great. <laughs> uh, are we supposed to break down uh, Svilar? Am I supposed to break down his uh, performance? I thought he was fine. Was he supposed to say that goal? No, of course not. It was from uh, 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 half a yard away. Nobody is saving that. <laughs> fine. Let's talk about Sanchez. Um I cannot recall a moment where, uh, at least in my very uh, uh, short uh, uh, memory, that he has done anything even remotely close to that. I, I mean, forget at Roma, but even uh, his brief time at Spurs, Manchester United. I don't think I've ever seen him at least to that level we want to say call a player out because he did I, I, he did call him out he basically said well you well, know you he's always Jose Mourinho Jesus okay because uh, you you missed the name I thought it was, so, the, sorry yes Jose Mourinho I thought you were talking about Renato Sanchez I'm like no, no 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 well I am talking about Renato Sanchez but I, I am saying I know, I know. what you Jose mean, Mourinho said in the post-match okay okay you just didn't say he Mourinho. goes down in what the 20th minute he yeah. less 20 okay so he lasted less than half an hour yeah this is less than three, four days than when he played against Empoli. Yeah. Um, I said in my post-match uh, podcast, I don't think he has played two matches in a row. I'm correcting that, right? Or he has not lasted no. two matches in, in no. a row. Okay. I don't. I, I, I cannot recall an instance where Jose Mourinho did that to a player. I, I mean, Andy, that he, he flamed the guy. He, he, whether we want to say it or not, it is one thing to 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 levy a criticism, okay, and say, "Listen, this guy has to get, you know, he has to get healthy. They, uh, this is not okay anymore." Uh, he's a very gifted, and and he did he did he did preface his words with that. He did say he is a very quality player, but the part that really uh, shocked me was yeah. when he goes, "You know, uh, Bayern couldn't figure it out, PSG couldn't figure it out. Well, we can't either, and this is where we are all at." And it was almost him. Well, not almost. It was him throwing it back onto him, saying, "Almost like since we're playing and we have this uh, theme of Western uh, last chance saloon, so to speak." Yeah, like that's what it came off as. You know, it was almost like a challenge to the guy. Like you, you need to figure this out now because you've wasted it with the biggest German side, the biggest French side, and now you're at the big Italian side. Uh, the chances are running out. Mm -hmm. No, I mean it's uh, it's definitely. I mean it's worrying when Renato Sanchez plays forty five minutes against Empoli, and the plan is to have play him another forty five minutes against the Sheriff, and he can't even give you those minutes. It's a uh, you know in a team that is trying to be competitive on two fronts, and in a team that has to 
manage without you know without uh, having Paolo Dybala play game in game out 90 minutes without uh, Lorenzo Pellegrini who's still hurt um, you know they have to make do with what they have and to have somebody like Renato Sanchez who put in a really good performance against Empoli even in his limited playing time scored a goal was really looking fresh and you can't even rely on him those 30 minutes in the first half against the Sheriff um, it's always going to be a problem because Roma are not a team that can afford to have you know exactly players that are uh, that that contribute on and off they need certainties they need at least some kind of stability uh Hussein Wawar was not 100% fit he still played uh, and started the match and found a way to play through it even though he wasn't fit you could see it was slow wasn't too confident um Renato Sanchez is just, I think, it's just the case of a guy who's too, too bothered in his head mentally. Just the fact that the injury is around the corner, you know. And uh, after playing against Empoli, he said in himself, injuries are not something that can be controlled. The only thing I can do is work hard. But evidently, uh, as you see him go out against Sheriff and walk off after 30 minutes... This is clearly that's clearly somebody that is terrified of of something long term, and so I don't know. Right. Some some people made it a big deal. Some people dismissed it and said, "No, he walked off because um, you know that's that Mourinho treats him like DiBala. So anytime there is something wrong, he needs to get off and and not risk it any further." But uh, the point stands that you need players that you can rely on even those 45 minutes. Those 45 minutes are crucial. You know, those 45 minutes can can make a difference in whether Paulo Dybala has to play more than 60 minutes or not uh, and whether Paulo Dybala gets injured or not. And so to me, it's, uh, you know, Renato Sanchez is a super gifted player. It's a shot in the dark because he's so, you know, he's so full of potential and yet those injuries completely undermine uh, any kind of contribution that he can make to the team. So I, I, I said it today on the live stream that I recorded before coming on here. If, if this guy can even give me 50% of his time, of his appearances, I'm satisfied. But he needs to give me at least that. And, and here, you know, you play him one game, 45 minutes, not even 60 minutes, 45, you know, one half. That, that was it. Um and he can't even do another half before feeling some kind of discomfort. That is that is worrying for a team like Roma that need to stay competitive in Serie A and Europa League and can't afford to play always their first choices. And Renato Sanchez so far is not a first choice. He's uh, he's a quality player that can come off the bench and can play as a starter in um, in Roma's Europa League campaign. But in order to have some kind of meaningful uh, contribution to the team he needs to stay fit and if if Roma who have given Paolo Dybala a second life after Juventus uh, if they can't figure it out then I really I doubt that anybody will so I don't want to make judgments this early on I don't want to you know call it for Sanchez because we'll see what happens but um, if you can't even string two performances together then it's a big big problem it's definitely a problem. And the the thing that most not confuses or bothers, I, I don't, the, the thing at the heart of this is 
if you have him held, put the injury concerns to the side, okay, I think we would all agree because you just said he's not the first choice player. I, I would say that is primarily simply because of you don't know whether you're going to have the guy, right? If, yeah. if this came down to quality and, and quality alone, you take all things considered, every person healthy 100% of the time, and we just go player by player, quality for quality. He is an undisputed talent. He is an undisputed name that uh, should be relied upon, that should be contributing, that has a talent to be um, very, very strong. And Sadia, if he was healthy 100% of the time, I, I don't think it is a stretch to say he would be in the top 10 to 15 midfielders. If you Quality alone. That's all I am going by. And assuming he is 100% healthy, he's among the top. He would be in the top 10 to 15, in my opinion. I don't think that's exactly a hot take. No. The, uh, the fact that all of our concerns, the fact that all of our worries, the fact that we basically do... I don't know who, but somebody in our patron group chat said it, and it was almost, it, it was sad in a way, but also kind of eye-opening in the matter where, and I apologize to whoever this was who, who said this, basically anything you get, anything, any contribution you get from yeah. Renato Sanchez this season, it, 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 it is... Um, blessing. It's a blessing. Yes. It, you have to expect zero from the guy. And that's the part that, that I have a difficult time reconciling with because when you have a guy with that much talent, I should zero should not be the expectation. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I don't want the... I want to expect him to be there every yeah. single match. I want to expect him to be there with uh, in the midfield with, uh, you know, Cristante, Pellegrini, Awar, right. whoever it may be. Because when it comes to all those guys, he is uh, Paredes. He is the most talented. He, he is the most talented. If, if you take all of those guys healthy all of the time and we uh, put health to the side, he's the most talented. Mm-hmm. It's not an accident that what? He's 26 and he's been to, uh, uh, he's been to Bayern Monaco. He's been to PSG. It doesn't happen by accident. I mean, mm-hmm. he was at Leo for one season, yeah? Yeah. And they uh, that was when they won the league. If I'm not that was, and uh, and before that it was Swansea. So I mean, he you know, he had his fair share of <laughs> of questionable decisions, but still, this is obviously a guy that on his day is is unstoppable. But um, you don't have that. What, I, what what basically what I was trying to say. You don't have these many clubs. This number of clubs, top level clubs. No, no, not all of them unilaterally together get it wrong. But his quality are, is undisputable. I don't think anybody yes. can, can question his quality. I mean, even in those 45 minutes that you saw some glimpses of stuff that you hadn't seen in a long, long time and that Roma would need desperately. And 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 that's somebody that could make the difference. The problem is uh, Roma, I think, are the ideal setting for players like him, players who need mm. you know, to regain confidence in themselves, like Paulo Dybala, players who are fragile, who need like uh, some kind of reassurance with regards to their role in a team. Can they be important? Can they have an impact? And the answer at Roma for a guy like Renato Sanchez is yes. But the problem is it's is within him. It's not. It doesn't have anything to do with the club, with the preparations. Because had it been anybody else, you could have argued. Well, the team, you know, the, they are uh, 
the training staff is not good. You know, they're making mistakes. They're not preparing him too well for. Oh, come on, for Tra- this season. training but, staff. But it's, <laughs> but it's but it's within him. You know that problem. If he if he's walking off after less than thirty minutes in a match against the Moldovan side. Uh, then it's it's all in your head. It's all in your head. It, we'll see. I mean, we are yet to hear if if it's anything serious. If yeah, Roma haven't said anything against... to us, so I I'm holding my breath though. I don't. I really don't know because with this guy, it could be anything. It could be oh, he's going to be back against Torino, or it might be oh, he's out until the next international break. You don't oh. know. The problem is exactly that. Roma need uh, some kind of. Uh, reassurance as to the contribution level that any player pro can provide. Like they know what they can expect from Bove, they know what they can expect from Cristante, they know what to expect from Leandro Paredes. Um, it's a shame that Renato Sanchez continues to be a big mystery to to everybody, you know, teams and fans alike. So I, I, I don't know. The potential to this guy is immense. There is a reason why he's at Roma. Um, he needs a fresh start. But I, I don't know if you can hope in a fresh start if you can't even string two games together. That's exactly it. And it is kind of ironic because the things you just said, they do kind of embody like these guys that have found success at Roma in these last years. Paolo Dybala. They sort of, in a way, embody Jose Mourinho, who came here... I think the phrase I used when he first came uh, needed to feel loved and important. Yeah. Uh, they come to Roma to re- regain confidence, to uh, find some reassurance that, yes, you know, you are a good footballer and you can do it at a big club. And the difference at Roma is you, you will be embraced at Roma compared to other clubs. I mean, you mentioned like, uh, Swansea, okay. You come to Roma. I mean, the, the 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 love, the passion that you will find of people willing to embrace you, to, uh, you know, uh, back you, no matter what sort of bumps come along the way. I mean, look at look at the supporters with Jose Mourinho. I I mean, as often as we have, like, I look at our patron group chat and I get called all the time. I I, I kiss the backside of Jose Mourinho, which I I probably do, but. <laughs> And at times, perhaps I'm willing to dismiss things I, I would not have put up with uh, under Eusebio Di Francesco, but I think there's there's an obvious reason as to why that is. Um, you, you you will get things here that you you just cannot get at other places, mm-hmm. and those are the guys that those are the guys that have seen success. Paulo Dybala, yeah. he comes here. I mean, he gets a hero's welcome. He yeah. would not have gotten he that. Thrives. Welcome in Manchester he thrives. He thrives. And we're seeing the same yes. for Romelu Lukaku, right? I mean, yes, you know, the, exactly. the, 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 how he was accepted, how he was welcomed immediately uh, spurs him to, to, to really give his all. And, and um, just even with one look, he, with one chance, uh, he, he, he scores and it's not because he gets lucky. It's because he's feeling good, you know, and he's in a good moment. So the same thing goes for Paulo Dybala um, with Gini Wijnaldum. It was a failed uh, experiment because he got hurt and that sort of undermined all of his confidence. But Roma are, are, are in a position to be the club that really gets the best out of players. Um, but with Renato Sanchez, it's, it, it's, it's again, it's not, entirely up to the club um right it's it's up to the player so we are you know we're headed now 
less than three days after this this game against Sheriff, we're going to, to Torino, and you don't know if you're going to be able to count on Renato Sanchez. You don't know if you're going to be able to count on Lorenzo Pellegrini. And obviously, Torino are always a pain in the ass with even Norwich. So... I don't know how and, grand, how you know how you know I don't know how if if like how even you can underestimate the this game and the game afterwards with Genoa because if there is if there is a team that cannot be underestimated is a, a an Ivan Juric uh, mm. led team. They all it, it doesn't matter whether he is slaving away in Veneto with Hellas Verona or yeah. he's in Torino or he's with Genoa. They always are a pain in the ass. They always bring the intensity, which is like the hallmark of that team where they just, they, they make it difficult. It, it's the matches like this. We say it all the time. How many times have we seen Roma pull off big performance uh, or a big victory only to follow it up? I said it on the last one, but I always go back to Atalanta, followed by Sampdoria. That was the biggest kick to the <laughs> balls man remember how excited we were after no, that match I know, against Atalanta. I, oh my god yeah it was so surprising uh, because, we hadn't won with atalanta in like uh, three years or something uh, well yeah well remember the year previous with paulo fonseca i believe that is the one where in both it was wasn't it the four to zero and then like three to zero it was like it was yeah it was pretty it was right it was testicle pretty, left yeah. testicle and yeah. you know they you get killed yeah to have that and to have the level of excitement that we had and then to follow it up with that that there are matches that live so vividly still in my head i i have this unfortunate thing where i just remember things that i just from long ago that i should have forgotten and this is part of my flaw as a human why i hold on to these weird things but that match is one of those things where they just live in my head on replay yeah. on replay. <laughs> that match against Sampdoria. do you remember it Matt? The weather, the performance, and it, it, you, you, you take all of that goodwill, all of I the think positivity. It was zero, that you, zero, wasn't it? It was zero, zero. Yes, yes, <laughs> it was. Yeah, uh, right Juan Natale, here's this right performance. Yeah, right before Christmas. <laughs> that was, that, uh, that was um, a nice early holiday swift kick <laughs> to the balls. Yes. And you take all of that goodwill and enthusiasm that you had gained against Atalanta and you throw it into the bin and it's gone. It's it, just like that. It is gone. And I, I, I said it on the last one again, and I just will repeat to myself. That is the part of Juve. I hate Juventus, everything about them. The thing I envy about them particularly, they have a knack of doing this with Allegri where yeah. they will get a big victory. And the, the 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 next match is never, never. When it comes to aesthetics, <laughs> it's always crap. Always. 100% always. of the time, but it is yes. always crap. But it's a win. It's a win in their book. They yeah. still win. And you yeah. hear him. Yeah. And, and he gives like lessons and, and he starts, you know, being all the wise man, the Gandalf well, the situation. If people want to know what people what the Liv people from Livorno sound like, listen to Max Allegri speak, and he is the the poster child, okay, mm. F of people from Livorno. I don't yeah. know how to describe it. I I, <laughs> I don't know. You just hear it, okay. But anyway, the, hearing him is the part of the show where we start. No, I'm not going into it. But exactly, but thank God. That's the part of him, and that's the part of Juve that I I I truly do envy because they have that and i think that 
is the biggest hurdle that Jose Mourinho is going to have because sure. this is something bigger than him. This is something bigger than these players. This is something ingrained within the environment where you have to force them to understand that yeah. each match is in a way in and of itself a gift wherein you have to do whatever you can to get those three points. And that is one thing about Juve that I wish and envy that they have. Yeah. Yeah. And they have it season after season after season after season. They will get a big victory over Inter and then they will travel to to uh, Sassuolo and they will win the ugliest 1-0 to zero match you have yeah. ever seen in your life, but it doesn't yeah. matter. Yeah, because yeah, and it counts. It you, counts. It counts. It counts. There's no, you get no extra points in the table for aesthetics, and, and that's what I want Roma to do against this. No, of course. Of course. I, I, unless you, unless I, 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 you, you are going to totally surprise me. There's no way you are expecting on Sunday evening to see I sh- I catching no, champagne not, football I'm between not, these I'm two not, teams. Uh, I don't expect to see the same display that we saw against Empoli. Like that scoreline <laughs> is never happening on Sunday. It would no, be no. for me uh, on these on in these matches, and it's going to be the same, if not even more difficult against Genoa. It's uh, those are results that you can never take for granted. It, those are results that. Um, can really change the course of the season. Those are results that stick with you. Well, they can sink it. They can sink it. Yeah, now. yeah. Th- those are results that stick with you one way or another. Like if you, yes. if you say, so if you win that game against Sampdoria, you remember that game fondly because right before Christmas, you were able to back back up a, a really good performance against Atalanta with a really gritty win against Sampdoria. Instead, you got a zero-zero draw, and John is haunted uh, by by those uh, by by that evening in his uh, dreams and you know i don't want that to happen to you now uh with uh, with sunday around the corner especially because then three <laughs> days later you're go- you're playing against genoa who are absolutely yes. feeling it i can already see kevin strotman get a, a, a header goal and then not refuse to celebrate and uh, and that's the that's the last image that you'll remember for the rest of your yes. days because you're going to fall into a deep coma and uh, Roma Press will will disband and it well, will not Italy, be a thing Gugia, anymore. We have, you and I have spoken of that place all the time. It's the same there. Um, <laughs> so. That is my fear. I, you know, I don't... I don't care about the technical proficiency no. in how they look against Torino. Who's available, who's not available, who's scoring right. goals, you know, who gives a shit? Give me that Mancini goal against Sheriff all day, every day for the yes. rest of the season. I don't care if it, you Straight know. Straight into if, my veins. Yeah. Yes. If if that I gets you top four, if that gets you a Europa League trophy, so give me. Give me all you got, you know. And the, the thing that I find difficult is the moments where they need to do that, th- that's the part that I have difficulty coming to terms with. They know when they have to do it. For some reason, they are under the impression that... Uh, uh, go back to that Bayer Leverkusen match, man. You want to talk about... Yeah, they hard, knew it. They knew, they knew like, the assignment, even the Real Sociedad game, where they just go, <laughs> they go to their home and it's like, we got a two-goal lead. We know what to do. We're just going to keep a clean sheet no fuss, no must, nothing. Just no, no, no tiki taka, no nothing. We're just gonna keep it clean, nice and clean, but effective. And I mean, when you go against Torino, 
you go against Ivan Yorich, the 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 professor in in Italian shithousery. You, <laughs> you yeah. just cannot yes. be hoping yes. to get a result by playing beautiful football with right. the hope that it will then translate into a a scoreline like the one we witnessed against Tempoli. It's not happening. So if you have the hope to see a similar scoreline against Sunday, and hey, I would love to be wrong, but I'm pretty sure that it's not going to happen. It's going to be hard fought. It's going to be difficult. It's going to be miserable. But at the end of the day, if you want to pull this team out of the hole they dug themselves in those first three games of the season, they got four points. You know, this team is behind the Francesco's Frosinone. So they need all <laughs> the points. You had to throw that the... one in there. Yes. <laughs> they, they, are, they, if they need all the points they can get. So if you want to, if you want to climb the ladder, you need to win this by any means necessary. I don't care if Miles VR is your emergency uh, substitute who goes in and scores a goal like Provedel did against Atletico Madrid. I don't care if it's an own goal by uh, by Torino's defender who hits the ball with his testicles. I don't care. I want <laughs> the ball to go into the back of the net of Torino. Yes so that we can move on and already start thinking about having another mental crisis against Genoa. That's it. That, that's all I want. Exactly. I, I I want them to adopt that mindset that we saw against Bayer Leverkusen where, and it's, I, I can't think of any other words because in Italian, when, when they talk about we learned how to suffer, it, it, it does sound like hyperbole, but I can't think of a different yeah, you uh, substitute. You sit there and, and you just take it. You take it. Yes, yes. Yeah, per, it said perfectly. You, no. you just sit there and, and the, the 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 other phrase I use all the time is like bending without breaking. Um, mm-hmm. You you learn to suffer. You learn to take it, and you learn to put up with it. And there is no better embodiment than I think of that than Bayer Leverkusen. Twenty, I believe it. Twenty-six shots that they conceded when they played that 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 yeah. match in Germany. Yeah, twenty-six shots of Bayer Leverkusen, but they did not break. Conceded, they did yeah. not break. Yeah, 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 yeah. I like. I know people for the for the neutral watching a match like that is akin to uh, torture. Mm-hmm. It, it is unappealing. It's not fun to watch. If I could inject that into my veins and turn that somehow into physical form, I would take that every day for my daily medication. No. Because that is something historically Roma has never had, okay? Just consistently knowing how to suffer. I love watching matches like that where you should... You said shit house. It's shit housing. Okay, fine. If we want to call it shit housing, yeah. But fine. if it goes your way, it's it's just it's it's exactly what the order what the doctor ordered. You know, it's exactly yes, what you're yes. looking for. Yes. You're, at the end of the day, you're looking for a result for Roma, who are desperate to get back to the Champions League. This is this is what you can do. You can emulate what Juve are doing. You can emulate what other teams have done in the past in order to just. Get it across the line. That's it. Yes. It's, it's all 
we're looking for at the end of the day this team has already given us some memorable moments i'm not looking now to make new memories this season i'm looking to <laughs> give, make new like make make history which is by getting to the champions league back into yes. it so the only way of doing it is if you go up against the torino side you know what you're going to what you're going to get you prepare yourself you score early on and then you shut up shop and then boom the match is dead you you finish it off that's it i don't want to come on here and be like oh we played so well um you know on monday i'm going to be I'm gonna, oh, we played so well it was a brilliant performance at the end of the day unfortunately right. wasn't enough we lost or we drew no screw it i want to be here and i want to i want to be salivating over the yes. thought of uh, Torino absolutely pummeling us to no effect because Romelu Lukaku scored an early goal and then we brought in eight additional defenders from the Primavera and everybody <laughs> on the pitch was just sitting in our six-yard area. That's it. That's all yes. I want. That is all I want too. I'm a simple man. We're simple Guys here, we're not asking for much. That 7-0 to against Empoli, I never would have asked for that in my life. (laughs) I'm very simple. Yeah. It, it, and it's not going to happen is, again. So get used to it. No, 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 no. (laughs) It it probably, um, I mean, I mean, it will, but it will not, as to who, into whose favor is the unknown part. Yeah. That is all I want. Just the suffer learn and continue to suffer you do not have to do what you did against Ampoli you are not going to do what you get, did against Ampoli I just want them to take that mindset of the exactly as they did in Germany and apply it at a more um consistent widespread manner that is it that that is it I I said and you said it's top for the season it basta nothing else um I'm not saying I don't care about Europa League this is the priority. Though. No, but it's only means necessary. And it's all it takes. You know, yes, just, exactly. You know, exactly. you gotta, you gotta, you gotta do it. You gotta do it. It's like you know, it's uh, this that scene in Platoon early on where uh, where the where the guy loses his uh, I don't remember if it's his arm or something, um, and um, and uh, and the Sarge, uh, the terrible, terrifying Tom Berenger as um, not Elias. But uh, but as the as the evil uh, staff sergeant uh, comes in and says, "Take the pain, take it, <laughs> shut up, and take the pain," and that's exactly what you have to do. You need to survive. So yeah. <laughs> you take the pain, you shut up, you get an early goal, and then you hope for the best. And hopefully, we're sitting here on Monday, being like, "That was awful, but we won." That's right. it. Exactly. 100%. Let's just leave it there. Can't think of a better way than to end it with take the pain. 100%. That's it. All right. We will talk with you all on Monday. Fingers crossed. Take the pain. Until then, ciao. Ciao.